Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Jesse. I'm back with the Bacon Games podcast. Um, I'm here to uh, talk more about the draft and uh, free agency with with my guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Matt. Um, I don't have anything to plug, so I'm just here to talk about football. Um, ready whenever you are. All right, cool. Let's let's just get into it. Um, so the first question I've been asking, like all of my guests for the most part, um, do you think that there's uh, any issue with the NFL starting on time this year, or do you think it will start on time this year, or what do you think? Well, I'm optimistic that we will start on time um, as far as regular season games go, but I think there will be you know, some problems um, with getting the offseason started on time, which I don't think is ultimately a bad thing. I don't think anybody's going to complain if we take out a couple of uh, preseason games. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and I think maybe we have to uh, look at this like we looked at it when we had the lockout a few years ago. Um, just be no OTAs, probably a shorter mini camp. Um, training camp probably be shortened. And I think that's okay. You might see uh, some teams come out of that with an advantage. You know, the teams that have been together for a while, no changes. They should have a little bit of a head start if something like that happens. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I do remember that year. I'm pretty sure that was the year the Jaguars drafted Blaine Gabbert. I think that was yeah. like 2013 or 2020. Yeah, okay. That sounds uh, right. What a, what, a, what a time to be alive. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I probably agree with that. That, that seems right. Um, yeah, I, I I know the MLB has like the Arizona plan that they're like possibly considering. I don't think there's that's really an option for the NFL, um, but we'll we'll have to see for sure if uh, if, if there's any kind of interruption to the league or the start yeah, of the season. That's what makes uh, NFL it seems a little bit tougher to do that, especially with the mm-hmm. smaller roster size. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if somebody gets sick on a you know with on with the current roster size, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've seen some crazy ideas floated out there, like maybe playing it in Hawaii, starting the season there. Everybody has their oh, own man. kind of uh, kind of their own hotel, their own facilities there. But I just don't see anything like that working for something like the NFL. Yeah, it, it definitely does seem harder, for, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so let's move on to the uh, more, you know, team-centric, more, more interesting topics. Um, so what teams do you think won the offseason? And then we'll go into who, like, lost it. Sure. Um, so when I think of the winners of the offseason – um, I think the Arizona Cardinals did a really good job this offseason. Um, you know, their trade for DeAndre Hopkins, that's a steal. Um, and just getting Kyler Murray, somebody to throw the ball to, a weapon, you know, probably a future Hall of Famer for just, you know, nothing. That trade is an easy win for the Cardinals. Um, I think they also got better on defense. They kind of had some sneaky good signings when they signed Jordan Phillips and, uh, Devon Kennard, I think that's going to help them a lot. I think they were kind of a – it was kind of a sneaky good offseason for the Cardinals. They seem to kind of have flown under the radar. But uh, – um, and then another winner I have, which is crazy. I feel like I say this every year, but it seems like the Browns <laughs> did a good job again. Um, you know, signing Austin Hooper and uh, Jack Conklin should help uh, Baker Mayfield out a lot. And I think they got the perfect backup quarterback in Case Keenum. He uh, he should be able to come in and help Baker. Um, and he also plays the same style as Baker. So if Baker gets hurt or if they need to make a change, I think Case Keenum's uh, the perfect backup. They also shored up the defense a little bit, signing a couple safeties. Um, I know they lost their linebackers in free agency, but I think they're set up now to uh, fill the rest of their needs in the draft. So I think those two teams did really well. What about mm-hmm. you? Yeah, um, I would definitely, the Cardinals are 100% up there. Um, I think really getting rid of David Johnson is like the, the biggest deal for me because um, that contract is just is way too much money to spend on a running back who isn't even like top five. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, so that, that was a pretty huge deal. Getting John Trappians is great, obviously. Um, 
it's better than getting Brandon Cooks and uh, and DJ for sure. That's a, <laughs> that's a better side of that that weird <laughs> trade deal for sure. So yeah, I, I mean, I would agree. Yeah, they, they did add some some veteran talent um in and uh, Arizona. I still think their defense is kind of a mess. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, help helping out for sure. Um, Cleveland is one I thought they had a good offseason for sure. Conklin was one of my uh, best non-quarterback signings mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, he offensive line was was a huge issue for Cleveland last year. Besides the coaching staff, so I totally yes, agree. agree. Addressing that issue, yeah, addressing that issue is really good. The um the only thing was losing the two linebackers, right, Kirksey and yeah, uh, Schobert. There doesn't seem to be a lot of great linebacker uh, talent in the draft this year, but you know yes, yeah. m- maybe there will be. Um, maybe there'll be some gems that I don't know about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would agree. Those two seem pretty good. Um, I also had, who else did I have? Oh yeah. I think I had the Cardinals being the best by far. Um, I like the Panthers off season. Um, the saints off season. Oh, uh, uh, the Ravens had like a really good off season. Just, just like keeping together the core and adding Calais Campbell. Like even if they yes. just did that straight up, like that's perfect. No, um, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. The Ravens did really good. And they were kind of another under the radar team. I thought as mm-hmm. far as their off season moves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if I could swing it in a way that isn't like totally the worst thing or else, I think the Jaguars had a pretty good offseason because they just ditched all the old talent. <laughs> they, to, they just if like if you're going for a rebuild, you might as well just go for it. You know, no, they're um, all in. It's yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that it's a whole different team. And I, you know, I actually like that. I think a lot of teams get stuck in this middle ground where they're scared to to go all in on their rebuilds. Um mm-hmm. And then you just get stuck in that world of mediocrity. And that's not where right. an NFL team wants to be. Yeah. And I mean, as Jaguars fans, I'm a Jaguars fan. So, you know, all the fans are used to losing. Like, it's fine. Like, we can suffer like another two years if we're getting back to the playoffs. <laughs> like, that's fine. We, we can handle that. I'm sure. Um, no, but I mean, like, if you're looking at that, I think they did pretty well. Um, but yeah, I think those are my, my winners for the most part. That, that's, pretty, um, that's pretty good. So who, who do you think, who do you have for losers? Well, my number one loser has to be the Texans. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what Bill O'Brien is doing. Um, <laughs> it seems like the experiment um, with him at GM is not going well so far. Yeah, um, dude, this is Chip Kelly all over again. 100%. Oh, it is. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. When that Hopkins trade broke, I didn't know what. I thought it was fake. I, that's probably <laughs> yeah. the most one-sided trade I've ever seen in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think, you know, taking on David Johnson's contract is just also an unbelievable bad move. Um mm-hmm. And then, you know, their big signing was Randall Cobb, and I think they overpaid for Randall Cobb. Right, um, 100%. He's old. He's, he's not worth the $27 million that he's going to get. Yeah, um, I, I do I do think he was good on Dallas last year, um, but not <laughs> worth, it's not worth the money. He's not worth the yeah. money, especially when you have, like, I mean, I guess if you just have Will Fuller in him, it would be like, all right, I guess you need to sign someone. But, like, now they got Cooks. And, like, yep. so, so, so um, I think he falls into, like, a fairly good, like, slot receiver role, but he, they just spent way too much on him. You're absolutely exactly. right. Exactly. I think – and. And that's the other thing. Brandon Cooks, you know, at least they replace a little bit of the wide receiver talent there, but you're not getting anywhere close to what DeAndre Hopkins was yeah. going to provide. Nowhere. And Nowhere near. Especially not for a second round pick. And mm-hmm. you're paying Cooks. You're overpaying yeah. Cooks, too. If you yeah, you're overpaying me. Cooks as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, and it, what makes that even worse is the wide receiver class in the draft this year. That you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could find a receiver anywhere in the draft this year, and mm-hmm. that's what they decide to do. They could get lucky and get Pittman around too. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and then I have another loser is the the Rams. I think the Rams. I mean the Rams. I don't know if they're rebuilding or what they're trying to do, but they lost everybody on their defense. I mean mm-hmm. there's there's nobody left now. Um, they haven't really made any signings because they don't have the money. Um, it just seems like all those big moves that they've been making and all those trades are kind of catching up with them mm-hmm. um i think they did a good job of uh retaining andrew whitworth i think that's huge you got to yeah. have that tackle but other than that i mean and th- their whole defense is gone now and then releasing todd Gurley, we'll see how that plays out i know that they didn't couldn't afford him um but it just mm-hmm. seems like they they backed themselves in the corner by, by making all those big moves trading all their first round picks it's going to be interesting to see what they do uh moving forward yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they're 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 like a weird spot too. I mean, trading for Jalen like was possibly smart at like the deadline, but like giving up the two first round picks is a lot. Mm-hmm. They still haven't signed him. They haven't signed him to a long term deal right now, which is crazy to me. Exactly. Um, you can't let him go. Uh, you just can't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think releasing Gurley is good. I I'm on the train of like never paying running backs that much. Christian McCaffrey might be the exception. Saquon Barkley, yep. I think, will be the exception too. 
Yeah. Um, there are a few guys that I like to hold on to, but um, they they normally turn out like bad deals. I mean, we yeah. just talked about two, right? Gurley and DJ. Well, exactly. Um, That's yeah. You, you know, we're on the same track there. I don't mm-hmm. think a running you should ever pay a running back. Um, yeah. But there I, are exceptions, I think. But I'm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. As soon as I say that, I also really do like the Christian McCaffrey deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then yeah. another team. I I don't think the Lions have gotten any better. Okay, that's a that's um, a new one. Yeah. I I mean they they traded Darius Slay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they let Glasgow go. Um, I just I don't think they're gonna have an offensive line anymore. Um, and I just you know when Patricia's coaching for his job, I think he's gonna be tempted to. Uh, to go cornerback in the draft where he could have just kept Slay and mm-hmm. uh, maybe possibly filled some other holes. I just don't like what the uh, Lions have done so far this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they lost a lot. They, they kind of came in the middle road. I think they possibly paid too much for Vitae, who got, mm-hmm. yeah, five years, 45 mil. Um, only 20 guaranteed, so it's not too bad, I don't think. Um, they did grab, like, a bunch of expats, right? Like, literally yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Jamie Collins, I think he got a pretty fair deal, though. Justin Trufant was, a, I think, a steal at 10 per year. But, I mean, yeah. it's entirely possible it's not. Danny Shelton, eh, I don't really like him too much. Um, but you're right, they did lose two really important li- uh, offensive linemen. Rashawn Melvin, McKissick, um, Ashawn Robinson, right? They lost yep. him. And they then, obviously, him. Slay. Um, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it feels like um, a little bit of, like, breaking even. But I definitely don't think they had a good offseason. I, w- I would agree with you there. Yeah, that's a good um, way to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they probably needed to, though, to save Patricia's job and also be competitive well, in a hyper-competitive yeah, exactly. NFC and, South or NFC and that's, North. And that's the tough part. When, you've, when you're when you in a situation like that, um, when you're coaching for your job, you can't go through that whole rebuild process. You've got to try to win. Um, yeah. And that's yeah, why absolutely. I think the Lions – in the NFL, there's a lot of teams that fall under that category. Yeah. Yep, I totally agree. Okay. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to mention? I think that's all I got on the losers. Um, cool. Do you have any other losers to add to that? Uh, yeah. Uh, did we say the Bears? The Bears are one of my losers. We did not, but yeah, I agree Yeah, the Bears with that. are one of my losers. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, we could talk about, like, Jimmy Graham being shit, obviously. Um, and yeah, old yeah. and paying too much for him. Um, they uh-huh. signed too much Quinn for too much. Um, I still think they have a really good defense. It just seems like there's a lot of cat mismanagement going on there. And bringing Nick Foles for a fourth-round pick. I mean, well, when you could have, you probably could have had Andy Dolan for less, and you probably could just sign Cam Newton or maybe Marcus Mariota. Like it just seems like a really big mistake to me. Exactly, the move to me would have been Cam Newton. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you just if you would have waited, and in the process, you know, it seems like they had interest in every quarterback on the market, mm-hmm. and they didn't hide that from anybody. But they just, yeah, that tr- that uh, trade for Nick Foles is not a good trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, t- I totally agree. The, it's too much cap for them. I mean, the Jaguars are taking on like a bunch of cap this year because it's just dead money for them. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I I think they might be able to cut Nick Foles next year though without losing too much. I think okay. it's like ten mil or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 not great there. But like, um, I I'm also still not out on Trubisky. Um, I don't think he's good, but you know, this is like his fourth year as a starter, right? Like in total yeah, football. Exactly. So yeah. I don't know. There, there's a lot of room for him to grow. I think. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if they help the offensive line a little bit, um, they get like a, a Chicago running back, like a real like down nose, yeah. like, <laughs> downhill runner, right? Like, I, I think they'll nope. be good. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. And I'm not down on Trubisky either. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what what's always going to hurt Trubisky is just that he went before Watson and Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it yeah. doesn't matter what he <laughs> does. He's never going to live up to that draft pick. Um, so you're yeah. always going to. You know, Trubisky's never going to live up to that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think one circumstantial one you could look at is the Patriots if they don't um, grab like a quarterback. Because with the, with the quarterbacks that uh, they have on the roster currently, um, it's I don't think they're a winning team. Oh, but I, I, I think they'll address this. And yeah, I, I trust Belichick. So, yeah, know, exactly. That's that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. You know, I want to say the Patriots had a bad offseason. Yeah. But <laughs> I also just I can't say anything bad about the Patriots knowing that Belichick's there. Mm-hmm. Um. I always just, I you just know he's got a plan that um, we don't know about, and it's going to get addressed. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not Jared Stenham, I think I'm on board. Yeah. So I think I think we'll be okay there. Maybe it'll be um, Brian Boyer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, uh-huh. something with Matt Castle. I don't know. There we we'll, go. We'll, we'll see. But that team was a 16-0 team coming into the year. So yeah, exactly. That's not what this team is. All right, yeah, cool. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so let's start talking some draft stuff. The draft is less than a week away. Oh, oh man, am I excited, dude. Oh, I'm so excited. This oh. is my favorite time of year right here. Oh, yeah. This I mean, you, week mm-hmm. up to the draft is so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, what do you think of the top five prospects in the draft this year? Like, who are they for you? And where All do you right. think they'll go? Yeah, so my top five, um, I've got Chase Young, number one. I think Chase Young is a no-brainer. He's... He's easily the most physically gifted athlete in this draft. Um, he's plug and play no matter where he goes. He's going to be a day one starter, and he's got all the potential to be an elite pass rusher. Um, number two, I got Joe Burrow. Joe, I mean, he has it all too. You know, mm-hmm. the accuracy, the toughness, the awareness. He's athletic. Um, I think the Bengals are going to love Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, now I got number three. I got Jeff Okuda. Um, he's got just some great size and speed to kind of play with these NFL receivers. Number four, I got Derek Brown. Um, Mm -hmm. He's not that much of a pass rusher, but um, he's an elite run defender. And I think he can learn to rush the passer. Um, But he's, he's also a guy that's a day one starter. And he, the thing about him is he can play inside, you know, on a four man front or he can play outside on a three man front. So it fit in anywhere. Um, and then my number five, I have Isaiah Simmons. I love Isaiah really? Simmons. Really? Oh, cool. I love Yeah, tell Simmons. me more. I think he he's just an athletic freak. I think he's one of those guys that's just got so much athletic talent. I think he can play. Uh, you can play him at linebacker. You can play him at safety. You can play him at nickel. I think he can do all of those. He's sideline to sideline. He's just – and I think uh, – you know, as the league moves towards these more athletic quarter, quarterbacks, I think Isaiah Simmons is the kind of guy that teams are going to want to have playing the inside linebacker position, a guy that can spy. Um, but also, he, you know, he can cover tight ends and running backs if you need him to. I think he can play in the nickel or either safety spot. So I think Isaiah Simmons is is a great overall player, and I think whoever picks him will be very happy with him. Okay. Yeah, okay. Do you, uh, do you think they'll go, like, one through five? No. That being said mm-hmm. – um, Look, I here's what I have a problem with. There's a few teams in the NFL that I don't trust to do the right thing. <laughs> um, and it just so happens that a few of those are one, two, three in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Joe Burrow, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think so. It seems to be. It, it would be kind of un- unbelievable. But, I mean, if they yeah. went to a – if they went to a – I um, – I mean, it would be a mistake, I think, but mm-hmm. it's entirely possible to a to a Smith quarterback to come out of this draft. It's possible for sure. I think so too. I could see that, and you know the the only thing I would um, I could see being a curveball here is that if somebody wanted to trade with the Bengals, mm-hmm. I mean, That's, it would have yeah. to be a ridiculous haul. But I think okay. you know on draft day, I think anything's possible. All right, anyway, let me let me run let me run you by my Jaguars trade up to get Joe Burrow. Yeah, situation. let's do it. You ready? Okay. Yep. So I've got I've got like I guess like two scenarios. The first is the Jaguars package Yannick Ngakwe, Gardner Minshew, the ninth overall pick, and probably like a third round or maybe something else to to move up. <laughs> I I think it's hey, possible. I like it. I like it. Well, if, if you were the Bengals, would you take it? Not not for Joe Burrow. What do you take, do you want? Uh-huh. I think if I'm the Bengals, I'm taking Joe Burrow no matter what. What if what if I threw in the in the twentieth overall too? Oh, it's be, that would be tempting. Mm-hmm. That would okay. Be tempting. No, I'm just curious. I feel like it's not a likely scenario to happen, but I just like to fuck around with that shit. Oh, yeah, you exactly. Know. And, yeah, and I think if there's a team out there that's gonna trade out of the number one pick and pass on Joe Burrow, I think it would mm-hmm. be the Bengals. Yeah, they um, have a lot of defensive holes. I think they yeah. can really use some defensive help. Think, so yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then so I have the Redskins taking Chase Young, and that's another one. Seems like a no brainer to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's another one where I could see them thinking they could trade out of that. You know, maybe the Dolphins want to trade up, try to make sure they get Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that trade, to me, seems like it would work for both because I think the Dolphins could get Tua and then, you know, the Redskins might not get Chase Young, but they could still get um, a game-changing player at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I, I have the Lions taking Jeff Okuda. I think that's an... Um, you know, so they got to replace Darius Slay, and I think Okuda is the best cornerback in the draft. I think that's how they're going to go, mm-hmm. uh, especially Patricia. Just I, being the defensive guy he is, I think that's how they're going to approach that. Um, yeah. Then I have the Giants taking Tristan Worse. Um, I think they're going to want to uh, just 
put anybody around Daniel Jones I can. I think he's the best player on the board um, to do that. Just get a stud offensive lineman um, to, you know, to pair with Saquon and Daniel Jones mm-hmm. and make sure that, you know, they could go defense there too, though, because they do have holes that they need to fill. But I just, I think they're going to want to support Daniel Jones and that's how they're going to go. Mm-hmm. And then at number five, if no trades have happened, I think the Dolphins are going to take Tua. Um, I've seen a lot of mock drafts where they um, think the Dolphins are going to take Herbert over Tua, but I just don't see that. I don't. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of that yeah. recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just now I don't. I assume that's just something they're putting out there, um, and people have taken <laughs> it seriously. Yeah, yeah. But I feel I, like that's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. I think it would be a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. Um, I, I have, like, a second-round grade on Herbert. I, I don't trust him. Um, I'm, I'm really kind of out on him. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'd not rather a have, guy. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd rather have, like, Fromm, Love, uh, mm-hmm. Tua, and Burrow over him. I think, I think that's yep. where I'm at. Yep. Um, yeah, okay, that sounds good. I mean, I think that's that's pretty good. I'm actually, I'm, like, really out on Isaiah Simmons. I think he um, doesn't. Are you really? Yeah, he, um, he doesn't. He doesn't do anything great in any of the positions I've seen him in when I watch mm-hmm. his film. He has, like, 200 snaps at, like, you know, all the positions he can play at. So, like, I get it. He's, like, a tools guy. But yeah. I just feel like he doesn't stand out anywhere. Um, I could see a lot of teams really wanting to use him, like, uh, especially the Lions or even yep. the Giants could be yep. really interested in him. Um, so I don't think he falls out of the top five unless they trade back and then he falls to them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just – I'm out on him. Um, I mean, I was out on Josh Allen last year, so, you know, I fucked up yeah. before. Um, well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes yeah. the draft so fun, though, is you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You never know. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Isaiah – I think he could – he's going to tempt the Giants. I think the Giants mm-hmm. will be tempted. Um, and then I, he makes it interesting if he doesn't go in the top five. Um, that makes the Chargers pick really interesting to me because, mm-hmm. you know, the Chargers – I would assume would want to pick a quarterback at number six, but pairing mm-hmm. Simmons with Derwin James is a <laughs> yeah, yeah. very tempting. Yeah, I know they they had comparisons, right? They they've been compared to each other. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I you know I as the closer we've gotten to the draft, the more I feel like the Chargers aren't going to take Herbert at six. They might move back and take him, maybe. If uh-huh. there. Yeah. But I I I could I don't I think they're probably rolling with a uh, with. Um, I was going to say Terrell Fryer, but another ex-Brown quarterback. That, yeah, uh, there you go. What's it's, his name? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, Tyra Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I could see them rolling with him. I mean, it's it's possible. Um, I could see that I, with the Chargers, too. Yeah, I, I think they have a really good defense still, and they've got weapons on the offense. Yep. Um, it, it's it's something they could consider, um, and they've, they've bolstered their offensive line this year. They could consider, you know, moving back or taking, like, a Jerry Judy or moving back, taking a lineman or even taking a guy like Derek Brown. Yeah, um, exactly. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think that's possible. All, all within their, their um, yeah, the possibilities. I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Chargers don't come away with a, with a quarterback in the first round. I think, mm-hmm. I think they're a good enough team. When you plug Tyrod in there, I think they can win some games. Yeah. Um. If I was the GM, though, I think I would be looking to move up and trying to take a, trying to take Tua or or Joe. Um. But I, but, I mean, I don't see them. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't really see them doing that. But <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. Well, and. As important as a quarterback is, mm-hmm. I would gamble at number six on Herbert or even Love if you like one mm-hmm. of those guys. I do like Love um, better. I do yeah, too. I like Love better. Um, yeah, I think at number six, I would just take my quarterback, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's yeah, a guy I get you that. like. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a GM and you like a quarterback. Yeah. I don't really think it matters where you're at if he's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Just take him. No, that's a really good point. I usually do say that too, if like because quarterbacks are so hard to judge. Yes, um, exactly. I'm, I'm usually like, if, if, if he's your guy, go get your guy. Like, don't, yep. don't fuck around. Get him. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, so, all right. I really want to talk about the right receiving core because yes. I've done like the most film work on them. I've done like the most like analysis I can on them. And it's really, really interesting this year because yes. I have a lot of, um, I've got some interesting opinions. So how, how do you feel about the current crop? Well, I mean, this, this wide receiver class is unbelievable. First off, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, you could see six, maybe seven go in the first round oh, yeah. and, you know, of course, there's the the big three: Jerry Judy, Ceedee Lamb, and Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I always look at a when you get a really good class um, at any position, the way I look at it is uh, pick out the guys that would be a first round pick, no matter what draft class they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those three guys would be top twenty picks, regardless of the year. Um, I think now my rankings: I have Jerry Judy 
is the best. I have CeeDee Lamb and then Henry Ruggs. Does that mm-hmm. um, line up with yours? It does not. Mine is, oh, okay. pretty, con- mine is pretty controversial. But let's get, okay. th- let's get through yours, and then we can, we can yeah. talk mine for um, sure. Yeah, so I have Judy Lamb, Ruggs. Um, I really like Justin Jefferson. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. I, T. Higgins. I like Pittman. Um, I think Jalen Rager is a guy that's a little bit undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Denzel Mims a lot, too. I think all of these guys could go in the first. You know, a couple of them will uh, slip to the second. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's really exciting, especially as a Broncos fan. Oh, yeah. Um, because that's where <laughs> I think. But that, to me, is the most pressing need on the Broncos right now is wide receiver. Um, and Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that. is a little bit scary because mm-hmm. uh, I think the – you know, the big three could go before 15. Yeah, definitely. They, they definitely could. I could see people trading up for Judy um, or yeah. Higgs or, yep. uh, or, I mean, I'm sorry, Judy Lamb or, or Ruggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have an opinion on KJ Hamler? I don't. I have not um, mm-hmm. heard or seen a lot about him. I haven't mm-hmm. dug into the wide receivers as much as you have. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, KJ. I mean, I, I watched I, I watched Penn State uh, like football or whatever because I've been okay. a Penn State fan for a while, and I, I sure. liked him there. But I think just with the with the current cl- uh, crop of quarterbacks it, or cornerbacks, uh, sorry, wide receivers. Holy fuck! Um, <laughs> sorry, I, today's been a weird day. Um, yeah, I just think he's like undisciplined. I don't like his route running. I mean, he's a pretty like athletic freak, but I'm yeah. kind of out on that kind of guy with yep. this kind of draft. Yep. Um, yeah, I personally like. I'm really into route running. Um, ability to separate and like catching. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yep. No, I'm with um, you. The the mm-hmm. speed guys they scare me, especially in the first oh, yeah. round. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have flashbacks to Darius Hayward Bay just like every time. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's there's so many guys. It's that that freak speed. It just doesn't usually carry over. <laughs> um, you got to be a more polished route runner, right? In my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. So my my top. I've got 12 players. Um, mm-hmm. I've got. Uh, wait, no, I have 11 players. Yeah, I have Pittman on here. Does okay. Yeah, I've got Judy, Higgs, Jefferson, Mims, Lamb, Pittman, Ruggs, Ayuk, uh, Chenault, uh, Jalen Rager, and then KJ Hamler. That's what I've okay. got so far. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, um, I just, um, for, for CD, I'm, I just don't, I don't know if his like abilities, um, like his ability to make guys miss and his like yards after catch, um, abilities for lack of a better word um, are going to uh-huh. translate to the nfl i just i really have a problem with him i don't think he runs really smooth routes um yep. i don't love his hands um the same thing as rugs i don't think look I, I don't hate rugs and i don't hate lamb i think they're second round picks um right i, I don't i don't hate them um rugs is definitely more than just like a speed guy i really believe that but just with the the other guys i like so much more yep. um and i mean he was playing second fiddle to jerry judy so like don't love that um, yeah, and it, when you look at his uh, his stats, they're they're a little bit o- underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. Just his not overall stats, but the stat I always look at is that you know his um, targets during the games are mm-hmm. are so low, and that's that's a pretty big red flag to me. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like my my receiving um, co- uh, my receivers list is just based on like the criteria that I like a lot. Judy is by far, I think, the best wide receiver in the draft. I think it would be a mistake to take any wide receiver before him. Um, he he's just the he's gonna be he's gonna be amazing. I'm yes, I, I'm I convinced agree. of that. Yep. Um, I think Jefferson and Higgs are pretty much in the same category. I really like them a lot. Um, I worry about because um, their quarterback play was so good um, yep. for Jefferson and Higgs. It, it worries me a little bit, but I still think they're really good. Denzel Mims is another guy I really really like. Pittman. Because I feel like he's a second round pick. I know he's going a lot in, uh, in second round in a lot of mocks. If he falls mm-hmm. there, I think he's going to be a steal. Um, and Ayuk, um, like you know, he's fine. I just think in another you know wide receiver like um or another draft without all these good wide receivers, he would be like a maybe like a top fifteen, top twenty pick. But I'm pretty out on him otherwise. And Chenault scares me the most. He feels yes. like he's really undisciplined. And I, I get he's like a like a toolbox dude, but like that, yep. he, he feels like he, he could burn out real quick in the NFL. Well, but I've been wrong on that before. Sorry, God. But, and then Chenault has all the injury, all the yeah. injury mm-hmm. history, his yep. entire college career. Um, yep. It's Absolutely. scary. I mean, you can see, it seems to me that the talent is there, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if all the other factors uh, line up for Chenault. I think he'd be a great second round pick for a team that, you know, has the, uh, the ability yeah. to take a little bit of a gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what it would be. It would be a pretty big gamble, um, yeah, even totally in the second agree. round. 
Totally agree. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I saw him going first a lot more in like when the beginning of mock draft season started, but yep. I'm seeing him go less than the first now, which I think is, is probably better yep. for him. And, yeah. and you know, that's, a, that's the crazy thing. And that's what I love about uh, draft <laughs> season is how yeah. much the mock drafts will change. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you would have looked at a mock draft last year, um, before the season even started, LaVisca Chenault would have been the number one wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I, I love watching guys fall and climb on all mm-hmm. these mock drafts. It's so exciting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The draft is great. I mean, like, this is where all the players, all the talent comes through, so you have to be, like, on it. it it's just, it's mm-hmm. it's so important. I mean, you get guys undrafted free agents that make impacts or can be, like, all players yeah. even or, or yep. pro bowlers, but, like, yeah, this is where it happens. But, like, the draft is the lifeblood of any NFL team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, cool. Let's move into the next point. Um, so who do you think the Broncos would draft? Like, who do you think they're going to draft? And then who do you want them to get? Okay, so I think um, that they're really, really set on going receiver. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a lot of reports come out the last few days that they're looking to trade up, um, possibly to Cleveland, uh, the number mm-hmm. 10 spot, mm-hmm. to make sure that they can get uh, one of these guys. And it sounds like, from most of the reports, that it's Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man that would but, be great <laughs> well i would love that i would be so yeah. excited um what i'm don't want is for them to watch uh cd lamb jerry judy go ahead and then pick henry ruggs at 15 i just don't mm-hmm. like henry ruggs at the 15 spot mm-hmm. um i would love to get an offensive tackle there if one of those guys falls mm-hmm. um but i think that either three or four offensive tackles are going to go before 15 so if you're picking an offensive tackle at 15 you're picking the fourth or fifth best and i just don't think that's a solid strategy either mm-hmm. um so what i would love is just to pick the best player available um yeah whether and there's all kinds of positions i would be okay with i like i said i would love a wide receiver but i think if those three are gone at 15 you either move back try to get um another wide receiver or I really like um, the idea of taking uh, C.J. Henderson at that spot and fill the cornerback position. Mm, uh, yeah. Because Denver right now, you know, uh, Jacksonville helped us out. Uh, <laughs> yes. Getting yeah, Boye. Yeah. But uh, we've got uh, – um, we're the fourth – we pay the fourth most amount of money on the cap for the secondary right now. Um, so getting a – uh, a stud cornerback on a rookie contract would be very big for for us, um, especially because we do need another corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be okay with an offensive lineman, a, even a defensive lineman. You know, if if uh, Javon Kinlaw's there, I mm-hmm. think that would be a great pick as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another guy I would be fine with is um, the inside linebacker from Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray. I think mm-hmm. he would be a huge pickup at 15 for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like a lot of what you're saying. I've had them do either wide receiver or cornerback in my drafts. The last one I had was C.J. Henderson, who I think is mm-hmm. a good cornerback if he can learn how to tackle. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. That's like a huge thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I ha- I've I had the Jets trading up to grab like a wide receiver, whether that's yep. Lamb or Judy. Um, yep. I think the Chargers could could actually draft C.D. Lamb. It's mm-hmm. entirely possible. So I think they'd ha- getting to 10 would be like close. I think I think yes. close. Um, yeah, it it's... Mm-hmm. 15 is kind of a tough spot uh, yeah, it is. for the receiver because mm-hmm. I think um, I think the Raiders are likely to grab a receiver. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets. Um, the yep. Jets, I think they're going to go either tackle or wide receiver. Yeah. Um, and then I think I would not be surprised to see the 49ers go with wide receiver either. So that's, that's three yeah, or four that's teams possible. ahead of you, um, yeah. which make it tough. Well, I, moving up to 10 would be okay only if it's for Judy. Other than that, um, I'd rather see them sit back and pick the best player or uh, trade back a little bit and take another one of these receivers. And my pick mm-hmm. would be Justin Jefferson. If you can mm-hmm. move back a couple of yeah. Jefferson, I think that yeah, would be Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and Denver's got plenty of draft picks to move around with. If they want to move up, you know, they've got three third-rounders. Mm. Uh, so they've got the uh, ammunition to move up if they choose to do that. Yeah, I, I like I like a lot of that. If if um if a guy like Mickey Beckton or Andrew Thomas fell to them oh, at fifteen, would you yep. be into that? Yeah, I would love either of those guys. Beckton would be my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, if Andrew Thomas is on the board, that mm-hmm. would be my uh, my pick. But I think 
I have the feeling that Makai Becton is going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think Andrew Thomas will too. I think mm-hmm. I think the Bucks right at 14, they'll take whatever tackles there to mm-hmm. to protect Brady. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That's one of the very few holes, which is weird to say mm-hmm. that they have to fill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least with like a young talent. Yeah, um, yeah, secondary for them too. But but yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, okay. I, I like a lot of that. I like Kinlaw a lot too. I think he's mm-hmm. um, like underratedly good. Like I'm, I would I would not be surprised if he went like top fifteen or top yes. twelve or yep. yeah, not surprised at all. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it would be kind of funny if, if San Fran drafted him at, at thirteen. Uh, Kinlaw, oh, I would man. like that a lot. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen a yeah. lot of mocks that have that happening too. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's possible. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at other guys. Yeah, I, I mean, because I think um, guys like Justin Jefferson and T. Higgins will go, you know, yep. after the top those top three guys. So they'll yep. be, they'll be good values if you were to trade back a little bit. But I still mm. think at 15, I think they'd be really good. It would and, be worth it for me. And yeah, honestly, if we mm. if we would draft one of those guys at 15, if if the first three are gone, I wouldn't complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it what the one pick that scares me is Henry Ruggs. I don't like Henry Ruggs at 15, mm-hmm. but I. Think I believe, hundred percent that if he's there, and uh, Lamb and Judy are gone, uh, the Broncos will pick Henry Ruggs. I just, mm-hmm. I really have a feeling that that he will be picked if he's there at fifteen. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, very easily. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. Was there anything else on this topic? I think that's all I got on uh, cool. the Broncos pick. Okay. Cool. Um. So let's talk more about just like the general free agency. So, yeah. um, how do you think they did so far? I loved our off season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I think the major thing was uh, the two trades we did trading uh, for Bouye for a, a fourth rounder. I think that's a steal. Um, I, you know, he's getting paid a lot, but it's not that much as far as cornerback money goes. Um, and it's a contract that we can get out of in a couple years if we decide to do that. Um, Cause you had to replace Chris Harris jr. Uh, yes. I think that was the way to go. Um, even though you could have got Chris Harris for about the same amount of money. Yeah, but, <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. Um, I think Chris Harris, it was tough to see Chris Harris go. Chris Harris was, you know, like the Denver Bronco to a lot of people. An undrafted guy, come from a small school in Kansas, and uh, to work his way up the way he did. And he just always went about his business the right way. So it was tough to see Chris Harris go. But it just seemed like the, the writing was on the wall for a while. With Chris Harris, there was just a little bit of a disconnect, I think, uh, between him and the front office. Trust so, me, I know how that feels. Trust yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I think Bouye is a really good uh, pickup. And uh, I love getting him with a draft pick. I love, I love in the offseason when you can get somebody on a draft pick like that because um, it doesn't go, you know, into the formula for your compensatory picks later. Um, but mm-hmm. then I, yeah. I think the really big trade that we made was the seventh round pick to the Titans for Jarrell Casey. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I understand that Casey was a salary dump for the Titans, uh, but yeah, wow. That pick or that trade made makes me so excited putting him in the middle of the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you should be, you should be monumentally excited. Yeah. It's a ridiculous deal. I mean, uh, you, I think you did a good job of trading for Bouye. I think his contract is a little much, but just mm-hmm. looking, um, and over the cap, yeah, you can cut him and save all the money. It doesn't look like any of it's guaranteed, really. Yep. So yep. that's exactly. pretty great. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I was, that Jarrell Casey trade was 100% my favorite offseason move. Um, getting yeah. some inside pressure with, with Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb on the outside, mm-hmm. that's going to be huge. You know, we haven't had any inside pressure since the Super Bowl year when mm-hmm. uh, when Malik Jackson went to the Jaguars. That was yeah. Love that was the last time we really had a guy that could get into the pocket from the middle, push those guys outside, um, especially when you know Vaughn Miller's coming off a bit of an off year. Um, give him some help inside, and I think that's just going to help the defense tremendously, having some inside pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally 100% agree. Um, how do you feel about like the Melvin Gordon and, and Graham Glasnow deals? I love the Graham Glasgow deal. Yeah. Uh, four years, $44 million. That's not that much for um, offensive linemen now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. A couple of years ago, that would have been absurd. Mm-hmm. But now I'm very comfortable with that, especially Glasgow. Um, what I love about him the most is that he's so durable. He, he's hardly missed any games in his whole career. Um, and that's, that's something that we've kind of struggled with on the offensive line is just consistency. 
um, keeping the whole offensive line together because of injuries. Um, and I love that he can play center or guard. Um, I think he'll probably play center um, since we let Connor McGovern go. And uh, they both got about the same amount of money as far as per goes. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, I think Glasgow is a bit of an upgrade as far as pass blocking goes. Um, so I was very excited about that. I think anytime you can upgrade your offensive line, you're going to be better. Um, the Melvin Gordon deal was a bit, uh, I didn't like it at first because just paying a running back $8 million a year. And yeah. I know that's still, that's not a lot of money, but it's, I think it's top 10 running back pay. And that just, mm-hmm. that makes me nervous. I don't care who it is. Um, but I've come around on that, um, on that deal. Because uh, we had the money to spend, and it's only a two-year deal, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's going to hold us back, um, right? And I think Melvin Gordon is a good addition because, um, you know, we were we ranked thirtieth in the league as far as third-down uh, conversions went. We were twenty-eighth in the league as far as red zone offense went. So I think having a you know more of a bigger bell cow running back will help with that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. We were worse in the league on third down and ones. So I think uh, a guy like Gordon is going to be huge on that. Um, just And I think, you know, it's tough to see Philip Lindsay will probably take a uh, a smaller role, but I think that might actually help Philip Lindsay uh, mm-hmm. be more of a change of pace guy, not the future guy, because I think that's where um, a guy like Philip Lindsay will shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm – I was pretty happy with your running back um, group before this, but Melvin Gordon just seems like another pretty good addition. Mm-hmm. You're right. The contract is a decent amount of money, but for two years, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I've always been a pretty big Melvin Gordon fan. Yeah. Uh, even with his low yards per carry, because I think that stat is kind of trash. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have to say I was pretty surprised. I love the, the Glasgow signing, but the Melvin Gordon one oh, was a surprise for sure. So yep. I mean, I liked Royce Freeman too, or I still like Royce Freeman. So it just seemed, See, um, mm-hmm. and I, I was a bit down on Royce Freeman. I think, uh, I think going oh, to oh, like the upgrade. first year, I was the, I was yeah, yes. when, like when like it was yep. like his turn to be. I was drafting yep. Phil Lindsay and picking up Phil Lindsay the whole yep, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and Royce, the problem with Royce is that he didn't really improve a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. Is you know his yards per carry is pretty low, but like you said, that I don't put a lot of stock into that. But what I saw Royce doing a lot was was kind of dancing behind the line of scrimmage, looking to. Uh, make a move on somebody when you're the you know a guy that size should just put his pads down and run through the hole and uh i think that's what melvin gordon brings i also love melvin gordon as a pass catcher Um, Mm -hmm. that's something that uh denver's been missing especially um, with pat Shermer as the offensive coordinator now he uh he likes to feature running backs in the passing game so i think that played a big part and uh and i'm looking at gordon as well yeah yeah, I, t- I, t- I totally agree. Absolutely. Um, were you were you at all upset over the loss of McGovern and Harris? Like, a- as a fan? Like, I mean, I know they were good oh, players, but as we a talked fan, about replacing them. Yeah. Losing Chris Harris was so tough. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he was the undrafted guy who, you know, played at Kansas, and then he just so quickly made his name as a slot cornerback, and then watching him get better at that, and then, you know, him and – to leave playing in that Super Bowl year was unbelievable. So watching Chris Harris walk out the door was tough. He was, he was kind of like, and he was one of the most tenured Broncos. Um, mm-hmm. Other than Von yeah. Miller, I believe he was the most tenured. So seeing a guy like that is always hard, um, especially when he's been, you know, top five in his position for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Chris was always the guy that, did good stuff in the community. He his press conferences were so much fun to watch. He never knew what he was gonna say. Um, but yeah, he was just kind of like the uh, he was the great story um, from where he came from, where he ended up. So watching a guy like that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it made it a little easier because you saw it coming for a while. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, I think most Broncos fans understood that it was gonna be Chris Harris his last year. Um, right right so you had a lot of time to process it before it happened yeah <laughs> but uh watching him go in division was right uh, that made it even worse yeah that's but, the big uh, thing <laughs> um, the chargers is better than him going to the chiefs though which there was a lot of reports of that for a while Oof. yeah that um, would have been bad <laughs> that would that would have made me sick I would yeah i wouldn't have been able to handle that um mcgovern mm-hmm. leaving 
I it wasn't that tough uh, replacing him with Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if we didn't have a replacement for him in free agency, that would have been tougher. But uh, McGovern was always one of those guys that just he did his job. He wasn't great, but he also wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he, he wasn't a guy that got in front of the media that uh, you know everybody loved. But he was a leader in the locker room, so it's tough to see one of those guys go. But I think signing Glasgow, you're not going to miss uh, McGovern at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, do you think McGovern got like a fair deal? I'm pretty sure he went to. Shit, I should know this. Yeah, I cannot remember where. He oh, I'll, I'll read it. No worries. I got yeah. it. I got over the cap hold up. Uh, oh, he went. He went to. Am I dumb? No. Wait, wait. I can't remember. Did he go to the Jets? I feel like he did, right? I think he did go to the Jets, and I think it yeah, was like eleven million dollars. Yeah, it was. Um, it is a. Yeah, it looks like it's a three-year, three-year, twenty-seven million. Yeah, yeah. So that's about fair. I think yeah. the, the thing that helps Connor McGovern um, is that he was a versatile player too. He spent time at both guard positions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spent the oh, last yeah. two seasons at center. So I think any time you get an offensive lineman that can play multiples, that, that can start in multiple positions, mm-hmm. um, they're always worth the money. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. I mean, like we said before, like offensive line is so important. I think. Yeah. Or I think we mentioned that before. I'm yeah. sure I mentioned it many times. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but it. Yeah. I think your offensive line is. Look, I'm a little bit old school, and I'll always say, you know, the game is won in the trenches. If you got a good uh-huh. offensive line, you got a good defensive line, mm-hmm. you can win any game. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty pretty much. Uh, I think I semi semi on board for that. I go quarterback. Offensive uh, yeah. quarterback is one. Then mm-hmm. one one B is or yeah one B would be offensive line. Then one C would be cornerback, and then I think defensive yeah. end, and then yeah. we go for like pass rush. That's how I go. Yeah, so but I, I, I mean I get it. I'm on that track too, and you know that's uh, it's kind of interesting talking. About, I always call that positional bias. I have it. Um, <laughs> it like in the draft, I have yeah position. Like right. I love these wide receivers, but it's still really hard for me to imagine. Mm-hmm picking a wide receiver at 10 because i've just never um put that much emphasis on that position and you know it's always been edge mm-hmm. rusher cornerback quarterback mm-hmm. the lines linebacker mm-hmm. and then you kind of go into the skill positions for me right i understand that completely yeah absolutely i think you can find wide receivers late too usually yeah um, yeah exactly I'm pretty happy with that yeah um okay cool um was there anything else in the offseason that you want to talk about the free agency i think that we covered everything right? um i think we i mean yeah, yeah they signed they signed jeff driscoll to be the backup yes. quarterback yes which huge deal we should have talked about yeah, that first as exciting as us? that is <laughs> um but then they, i think uh getting shelby harris back on a one year mm-hmm. only three million dollars mm-hmm. i think that was big after he had a career year in sacks i think it was uh nine or ten sacks for an inside mm-hmm. uh, lineman i think that's a huge Huge win for the Broncos. I don't know exactly what went wrong in his free agency, because um, I know at one time it was reported that you know that he was expecting ten, eleven, twelve million dollars a year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't. So I don't know what happened there, but getting him back on a three million dollar deal, I think, was big. Keeping that consistency, um, and then you pair him with Jarrell Casey, I think that's just a great recipe for the defense. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I'm, I'm agree with a lot of what you say, but like that, that is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, okay. So let's talk about the Broncos in 2020. Um, do you think yeah. they have a good shot at winning the division or winning it all making the playoffs? Cause I have to tell you last year, I was pretty, they were one of my sleepers coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought their defense was so good. Um, and that would carry them. And, and I oh. like their offense enough, but, um, it didn't seem to be the case. A little sad. They did lose to Gardner yes. Minshew. So yes. for that. that was um, one of the toughest. <laughs> Toughest yes. losses too. Minshew escaping the pocket and that, then during that touchdown was yes. like, oh my god, I oh, salivated man. over that. Oh, that was that <laughs> haunted me for weeks. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so what do you think? Um, no, I, I, uh, I'm more positive this year than I've been since the Super Bowl year. Um, I think, like you said, I think the defense is the key. Um, I think their defense is good enough um, to carry them to the playoffs. Honestly. Um, now that being said, I have said that for the last few years, and that has not <laughs> been the case. Um, uh-huh. you know, I've always, I've always said the defense is good enough if the offense can just be average. Um, mm-hmm. You'll have a shot to do some damage, um, which this year feels like the year that we can because I, I'm a Drew Lock believer. Um, okay, look, cool. I've only seen him for five games, so there's a lot of unknown. Um, 
But those five games were very encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. Right off the bat, you can tell he's the most talented quarterback we've had in the in the you know in the room since Peyton left. But talent doesn't always add up to everything, <laughs> so we'll have to you know. Um, but to me, that's that's the priority for this season. Um, the the number one goal is just to find out if Drew Locke is the franchise quarterback. It's not playoffs. It's not you know have a winning season. It's just find out what you have in Drew Locke. Mm, okay we're in a similar boat then because that's yeah, all i care about exactly. for the jaguars yeah yeah, um, so I, need to know yeah I mean we really are that's yeah you know that's that's the season's main priority just figure out who you have in drew lock um okay but i think he's the guy um cool and i think you know with the off-season upgrades the defense will still be good um probably better um and then i think the offense has nowhere to go but up um yeah, they're, yeah. Ranked, they're ranked 28th in total offense, so you know it. It shouldn't take much to get better there, but I think adding a receiver in the draft will be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the offensive line should be much better this year. Um, you know, because last year we signed uh, Jawan James, who at the time was the highest paid right tackle in history, and he only played about one game as far as total snaps went last year. So. Hopefully having him healthy, having him as right tackle, um, second year with uh, um, you know, second year with those guys together, second year mm-hmm. of Dalton Reisner's career, Graham Glasgow's yes. an upgrade. Um, at Garrett Bowles is still Garrett Bowles, mm-hmm. uh, but he did show improvement uh, second half of last season. So hopefully he can either keep improving or just not lead the league in holding. Mm-hmm. I think I think if he can do that. And uh, we can find a guard somewhere in the draft or even on the roster. I think we have another guard. Um, I think the offense should be much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, Risner was like another guy who I, yep. I really liked um, a I lot. Love. Yep. Yeah, I think they've got a good offensive line. Um, they've yeah. got one good receiver. I liked, I liked Hamilton. Um, I wish he was better last year. I yes. was a little sad. Um, um, the yeah. silver lining with Hamilton is that he – he came alive when Drew Locke got in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it appears that those two mm-hmm. might have some chemistry mm-hmm. that uh, will help him out. And I'm still holding out hope that he can be a good, you know, slot receiver, number three guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's been pretty disappointing with Hamilton. Yeah, I'm um, disappointed. <laughs> you know, uh, I love Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton, yes. Sutton yes. I think he's a real number one. I think he's yeah. a future superstar in the league, potentially. Um, you know, but that's the problem is that he was it last year. Our second leading receiver was Emmanuel Sanders, who mm-hmm. got traded at the deadline. Yep. So that just shows you how much they need um, somebody else to catch the ball. That being said, I think Noah Fant is also going to be um, – he was disappointing. His his stats are better than his play, I think. He had, oh, he had 576 yards, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when mm-hmm. you put that up against other rookie tight ends – um, yeah, rookie tight ends never do that. Well, yeah. in terms of that kind of stats, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he just had a lot of uh, you know beyond rookie mistakes. He had mm-hmm. you know there was a game where he just got the ball snatched right out of his hands. A couple times where he tried to run backwards. When the guy's a freak athlete for his size and his speed, you just run people over and you know things mm-hmm. like that. I think could be taught, but uh, he had problem finding the ball in the air. Um, and just playing tough and that kind of stuff. I'm not sure you can coach that into a guy. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see what Noah Fant does. But I think it, if, uh, you know, if he can improve from year one to year two, and then you add another receiver, um, I think the offense should be much better. And I think that, you know, like, like I said, if the defense can play good and the offense can just be average, I think they've got a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that that all sounds right. Um, uh, pretty correct to me. Um, I think I, I actually I, I liked Fant more than Hawkinson going to the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel that way about yep. Fant. Um, and I, I do think oh, Titans are, are are always projects. Um, yes, especially coming exactly. out of college, they're projects. Yep. So I, w- I mean, I wouldn't expect him to even be like good until like his mm-hmm. third year. But then I expect yeah. him to be good. I absolutely do. I think that's he's, always I think he's a good player. That's always the way I look at tight ends. You know? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I truly believe that tight end is the second hardest position to learn. Um, it, it's a lot of blocking, a lot of catching. Yep. It is a lot. I totally agree. You got to learn. You got to learn the whole offense. You got to learn the running game and the passing game. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think tight end is just a very hard position to learn. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. Uh, I have to agree with that because I think he's the best guy. But I also, so they traded, I don't remember the exact lock situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember they were, like, supposed to take him in the first round, but then they got him in the second. I don't remember if they traded yes. up to get to draft him. Did they? Yes. Like, um, they, yeah, I think they, right? Mm-hmm. And so they um, they had the number 10 pick, and mm-hmm. they traded back to number 20 with Pittsburgh. Right. And then they turned right. what they got um, from Pittsburgh. They packaged that to move up to get Locke in the second yes. round. Right. Okay. Uh, that, that sounds a lot more familiar. Yeah. So they got they yeah. got uh, Dalton Reisner in the second round, and then the mm-hmm. very next pick they traded up and drafted Drew Locke. Yes. Yes. I do remember that. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I mean, I think it's another situation of you you like want your guy and you go get him, and I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. Um I I always worry about those big frame quarterbacks going to yes. uh, to the Broncos. Right. I'm sure exactly. you're aware of all the the yes. memes and the oh, everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think I think with Drew Locke. That was what made that pick so exciting, um, mm-hmm. because I think Elway really did like Drew Locke, and I think they they mm-hmm. really wanted to take him in the first round, but they just didn't want to. Uh, I think they were drafting a little bit scared, um, since they've done so bad on evaluating quarterbacks. Okay. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah, oh sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they were they were afraid to take him in the first round, and then when he was still sitting there in the second round, it was at the point where they just they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't take any more chances. They just had to move up and get him. Yeah, I I agree. I yeah, get your guy. Absolutely. Yep. Um Yeah. Do you do you have any lingering resentment for Paxton Lynch? Just as out of curiosity. Oh, a lot. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is that is one of the strangest quarterback situations. Yeah. Um. Move I, up. I liked I liked draft Lynch. guy, yeah, I and liked I like him coming out of college. Yeah, I really you know. Him. And, yeah. You know, I remember watching him at that first training camp thinking mm-hmm. what is this guy doing he didn't know the plays <laughs> uh-huh. every play he had to ask the coach what was going on mm-hmm. and uh, it was just obvious that the guy i think he had all the talent he just didn't have yes. the uh, the will or the motivation yeah. that you gotta have yeah and that uh, kills like what 70 70 yeah. quarterbacks right exactly so, yeah yeah um, and it was evident so fast but the the crazy thing about paxton lynch is that he never played yeah, I know. I Draft know. Guy in the first round, he oh never my played. God. It's that absurd. was that was so crazy. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we did kind of the lock thing. You you feel good with him going forward? I think. Yeah, right? I like. But this is the uh, year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you give him all year, just to see what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, look, I think they've done a good enough job putting talent around him. Yes. Um, especially what they're going to do in the draft. You know, mm-hmm. I they're. They're going to add a receiver somewhere, and they'll probably add – I'm guessing they'll add a veteran receiver after the draft because um, right now they've got one of the – it has to be one of the youngest receiver rooms in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I can't even think the, of another one. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, – uh, they're all first, second, or third-year players, so you got to mm-hmm. add um, – I think they'll add a veteran after the draft just to – but I think they're putting enough talent around Drew Locke that um, you're going to find out one way or the other. Um because I think he's going to have a good offensive line. Should have plenty of skill position players around him. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think you're going to find out. I am optimistic. I really, he's, the talent is there. You can see it. Um, you can see it the first time he played. Um, it just looked different from any quarterback we've had on the field since Peyton. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. It, Although yeah. I hate Peyton Manning, but that's another story. <laughs> For another time. Yeah, um, no, no. I was happy when he left the Colts, though. So yeah, there's that. Well, yeah. I was too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was uh, we're on board there. <laughs> yeah, we're on board there. Absolutely. Um, although one of my favorite, um, I know this is, should hurt you a lot, but um, and I'm sorry in advance. Um, one of my favorite uh, Super Bowls was when Peyton Manning got destroyed. I was very uh, happy about that. That was my you favorite Super Bowl. I knew yeah, you were going to say that too. <laughs> that is one of I'm the sorry. worst days of my life. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I it's yeah, okay. don't feel bad. <laughs> I got a Super Bowl win out of the deal a couple yes, years ago. Yes, yeah, you got it later, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think the Redskins are the only team that has a, a possibly younger wide receiving group. Maybe. That's, I'm thinking that might like be that the only right. one. Yep. Yeah, that Cody Latimer, I think, is the oldest guy, and he's 26. Oh, wow. So, yep. yeah, yep. or 27. And Cody Latimer was a Bronco, so oh, I know shit, a lot yeah. about that. <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. Um, so did you have um anything else you want to bring up? I think we got through all our topics. Yeah, I think we did. Um, uh, the other other thing I want to say about uh the Broncos, uh, my expectations for this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if the defense is anything less than a top five defense, 
Um, I think they failed. I think, okay. um, look, they're spending the fourth most amount of money on of any teams on their defense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, you know, all of our cap is tied up into the defense. And you got Vic Fangio in his second year. Mm-hmm. That's why you hired the guy as head coach mm-hmm. to be the defensive mastermind. So I'm, I think if they're not a top five defense, mm-hmm. um, they didn't do their job. Something went wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, no, okay. I, yeah. You know, I know injuries and stuff can happen, but yeah, that's my expectation. Yeah, um, God, I, I just I expect um, Chubb and Von Miller to have like um to have like forty sacks, right? That's what we're oh, that's the that's the, pre- that's the top, right? I that's know. the bottom, actually. That, that's, that's yeah, the exactly. Basement, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's not the uh, ceiling. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think they're the best combo in the league. Like, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for them to blow up together. I hope so. I hope so. It, you know, that was one thing. Last year was so disappointing. Vaughn only had nine sacks. Yeah. And I, you know, I know Chubb only played four games. Right. But he started off slow. He didn't have, have a sack yes. for the first two. Yep. Um, Gerald Casey will help, though, for sure. Yes. So that's, what, that's what's exciting. <laughs> yes. I would be very excited. I think if they were to, if they're able to finesse Kristen Fulton out of this draft, I would love mm-hmm. that defense even more. Yep, um, I would. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah, I keep seeing him go. I see him go kind of all over the place, anywhere from like 10 to 20. And man, if exactly. the Broncos were to grab him, oh my God, that'd be great. Uh, he's my, he's I would love close it. to my favorite cornerback in the draft. Yep. Yep. I would love that. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Do you, you didn't have anything for me, or we're just good? Uh, um, if you want to plug anything, or I know you said you didn't have anything, but yeah, I don't have anything to plug right now. But uh, okay. I mean, if there's anything else you want to talk about, I'm game to talk about anything. Uh, I think. I, if there's anything else draft content-wise, I'm trying to think, because, I mean, obviously I'm getting real excited for the draft. Oh, oh who do you think man. the Jaguars will take? Do you have any opinions mm-hmm. on them? They got 9 and 20. I'm curious to get yes. an outside opinion. Okay, I think, well, I think at 9, mm-hmm. I would be surprised if they did not take C.J. Henderson. Okay. I think replacing Boye with Henderson would be mm-hmm. a great move. Um, mm-hmm. I also think if any of the offensive tackles are there, um, I think Mackay Becton could be a good pick for them. Mm-hmm. Just solidify that line. Um, and at 20, there's so many possibilities. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but I would like to see them go with an edge rusher. Okay, um, yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I've seen Terrell Lewis a few times. Oh, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Mox. Uh, but, yeah, I think just starting to replace that defense mm-hmm. would be the way to go. Yeah, I'm, I I agree. Um, I, I can see them moving out of 20 or moving mm-hmm. up possibly from 20. I don't think they'll yep. move out of 9. Um, I think they're going to just take who's going to come to them at 9. Like, yep. I think it's either between, like, Derek Brown, one of the top – one of my top three guys, like, Warps yep. or um, uh, the Jeff from Georgia or Wills. Yep. Um, I think I think they'll take one of those if they're there or Derek Brown. Um, if Judy's there, I think they'll take him. They could take C.D. Lamb. I wouldn't like it. I would really dislike it, actually. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's possible they could take him. Um, and then at 20, I think they'll go cornerback. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys that they, they can end up taking. Like if C.J. Henderson and um, and Fulton and Okuda are gone, I think yeah. they could end up with um, the guy at a Clemson. I think that's C.J. Terrell or A.J. Terrell. Terrell, um, yeah. Yeah, and then the guy from Alabama. Uh, Diggs, right? Yeah, Diggs. Um, there's a few, so they could take they could yep. take a few of those, and you know, I'd be okay with it. If they want to take a, a good wide receiver at 20, I wouldn't hate that at all. I don't think they will, though. I think they're pretty either in on um, a Judy or or um, uh, sorry, CD Lamb. I don't think they'll take Rugs at nine. I think that'd be I'd, that'd be a huge mistake. Yeah, I, think, I don't I, think they'll do it either. I don't see Rugs going that early. Yeah, no way. Um, um, hopefully not. But again, they also yeah. they also have Yan to trade, and I think he's going to be traded in the first day. I, I you really, really? Believe that. Yeah, okay. I think it's going to happen. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I so they'll probably have another that. first round pick. I, okay. I, I, he's he can't go for less than a first. Yeah. Even if he goes after the draft, he he'll go for like a next year yeah. first or like something like that. He he's not. They're not letting him go for that. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. They like don't need to. He'll just hold out like Jalen. It's fine. Well, that's like, they don't the mind. thing. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um. Now, do you see any possibility that they go quarterback? If or, they do, I'll be real they, mad. I'll be big mad if they go you, quarterback, unless are, it's Tua or Burrow. Do you think they're all in on Minshew? I think I think they should be because we have so many other um, we have so many other positions to fill, and we already know Minshew could be promising. So why yeah. not just take this year as a mulligan, see what we have in Minshew, and then figure yep. it out? Like that's see, the best I way like to do it. that. I like yeah. that. Um, that's always been kind of my mentality. If you've got a guy on the roster, figure that out first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, quarterback is so we haven't had a good quarterback really since like David Garrard. So, See, yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> and you know, I've always been lucky um, as a Broncos fan. 
True. Well, not always, but not I've always, seen a yeah. lot of good quarterbacks. Um, yes. And so he's never had anyone Peyton Manning caliber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These last few years have really taught me that uh, it is all about your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. I mean, Minshew was six and six last year. I'm pretty sure he was. Mm-hmm. He he had like either I I thought he should have run one rookie of the year, but they also stopped playing him, so that was really disappointing. yeah. That was what hurt him in that run. Yeah, probably. But yep. still, ugh, whatever. But yeah, I mean, they got they got some good you know spots on the roster. Josh Allen, DJ Chark, mm-hmm. um, Brandon Linder's really good. I think they have a good offense or an average to maybe yeah probably like an average offensive line. I don't hate it. Um, yeah. They could also move Lenny. Like, fuck running backs anyway. Just yeah, draft one exactly. late. It's fine. Yeah. The guy out of LSU, um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or whatever his name is, he's someone I'm very interested oh, in. He's in the second round. that would round. be huge. Very, that very would, interested. Yep, yep. Yes. Um, whoever that gets would, him, I'm going to watch him for fantasy. Easy, yep, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I was looking at him a lot before we signed Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any team I think could use him. I, I, I don't think he'll go in the second round, but it's possible he does. And I don't even think that'd be a bad idea. I don't think that's a bad idea even to take him in the second round. Yeah. Um, even though that's still high, but <laughs> yeah, as long exactly. as no one goes in the first round. Look, if the yep. Jaguars draft a, a cornerback, um, or a wide receiver or a lineman with their first two picks, I'd mm-hmm. be very happy. If they go outside of that, maybe linebacker at twenty, I'd be okay with it. Maybe if they want Xavier McKinney at safety at twenty, I'd be maybe okay with it, but. I'd rather go any other other ways for sure. Yeah, so. yeah, mm-hmm. and see yeah. that's where I I always come back to to uh, I always love drafting offensive linemen in the first round mm-hmm. over over you know if you're disregarding quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because I think it's so hard to find good offensive linemen, oh, and yeah. if you find them in free agency, you got to pay like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, usually the offensive line classes end up being pretty good, yep. unless you're in 2013 where the entire class was shit yes, and the exactly. offensive linemen that were taken, including Luke Jokel, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, then, it, then it's bad. But otherwise, it seems to be most of the time a good investment, most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I think I'm good. If you're good. Okay, awesome. All right, perfect. Yep. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. I, I yeah. really, really um, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Of course. Awesome. Um, I just yeah, I mean, I, yeah, of course. And anything involving like Broncos stuff, if you ever want to talk again, I'm very, yeah. very open to doing anything on that. Um, hey, or, or anything really NFL. Yeah, so. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would love to do like a, a post draft. Yes, I, I'm definitely doing one of those 100%. So okay. um, awesome. I'll keep, I will let you know because, yeah, I want to yeah. do that. <laughs> no, that would be awesome. I'd be yeah. so down for that. I mean, there'll be plenty of content when there's no baseball for like another two months. And, yeah, exactly. You know, the football since so you got plenty of time, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. We're going to hit that dead spot here pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. All right. Um, thanks again so much, man. Right. Yeah, sweet. All right. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Bar. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.